In a Stuff exclusive, the mother of baby Rue, the toddler who died late last year in Wellington, has spoken on the record and says she did not kill her son. For that and everything else we're talking about, find and follow Newsable wherever you listen to podcasts. Stuff Podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Wright and welcome to The Long Read from Stuff. This week's episode is called The Par Wars. It's by Stuff senior writer Tony Wall, who joins me now. Hello, Tony. Hello. I have to confess, this story passed me by, sadly, at the time. It was published in January 2022, but I love it, having read it in the last few days or so. So tell us about The Par Wars. What were they? What are they? Yeah, so I got contacted out of the blue by um, a hapu from uh, South Waikato area um, who were beside themselves um, because the local um, quarrying company was blasting at a quarry right near their um, historic par site. And not only that, um, the vibrations from the quarrying had brought down material from the par site and um, partly destroyed it. Um, and they just hadn't been able to get any joy from anyone. Um, there'd been no publicity around it at all. And straight away I recognised, yeah, great story there. And so I, I drove over, drove, drove to the, this remote part of the South Waikato. So we're talking about a, a, a historic par that was, that was found or uncovered yes. on the site yes. that is right beside this active quarry. Yeah. yeah, so it dates back to the 14th or 15th centuries, but it was only rediscovered a few years ago. So it's not something they had known about for generations or anything. It was um, only mm. rediscovered sort of in recent years. It had been um, registered, though, by the Archaeological Society. Um, so, you know, it was it was known that it was a par site. Everybody knew it was a par site. The quarry knew. Um, even after the um, it was partly damaged, they continued on with their blasting work, and that's what caused um, a lot of grief amongst the hapu. Um, and Heritage New Zealand started sending stop work notices, and the South Waikato District Council um, got involved as well, sending notices to tell them to stop, um, and it just went from there. Yeah, so the, the, the crux of the story, as we'll hear, is the fact that, one, this par site was discovered and it was noted in all the right places, but yeah. the quarrying more or less continued, Yeah, which they, seems crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, the allegation being that they just showed a blatant disregard for, for the par site. They just didn't seem to care. They just kept going. Um, and there has been a development since the story, and that is that Heritage New Zealand has laid charges against the company involved, J-Swap Quarrying, and, um, yeah, they're before the courts now. Well, if it's before the courts, we better leave it there. Um, thanks, Tony. Here is Tony now reading his story, The Par Wars. On a sunny Friday in January 2022, members of the Ngāti Huri Hapu of the Raukawa Iwi walked single file down a narrow ridge on overgrown farmland overlooking the Waikato River at Waiutu. Grief etched on their faces. For some of them, it was the first time they'd seen up close the damage to an ancient par site believed to have been caused by vibrations from blasting at a nearby quarry. A section of the site collapsed, sending debris tumbling down into the quarry. That didn't stop operations, 
quarry owner J-Swap Contracting continued blasting an excavation in the area below the PAR despite pleas from iwi and stop work notices from South Waikato District Council and Heritage New Zealand. Just before Christmas 2021, the council served JSWAP with an abatement notice ordering it to stop production blasting at the quarry until it could satisfy the council that the vibrations wouldn't cause any more damage. JSWAP appealed to the Environment Court, meaning an automatic stay of the notice, which allowed the blasting to continue. Aerial photos put the vulnerability of the site into stark relief. The quarry's benches, or ledges, reach right to the very edge of the pa, which is known as Perawiti. Perawiti, believed to date to the 14th or 15th centuries, was one of a network of about 13 defensive pa along the Waikato River, overlooking what is now the hydroelectric lake Arapuni. Whānau could look up and down the river, in effect their highway, and see who was coming. If a war party approached by waka, they would retreat into the fortified part of the pa on a rocky outcrop, virtually impenetrable from below or the sides, and signal other pa using fire, kites or putatara, trumpets. Ngāti Huri consider themselves kaitiaki, or guardians, of the pa site, but they can't easily visit it. They need the permission of property leaseholders JSWAP to pass over the land to reach Perawiti, which they received for the visit in January. Until then, they'd been unable to access the site, which was traumatic. There is specific tikanga that we follow when we suffer loss such as this, says hapu member Rokahawai O'Connor, one of the leaders of the effort to protect par sites in the area. And our komatua have been unable to carry that out until the January visit, so the feeling was one of anxiety, grief and injustice. Raukawa and Ngāti Huri believe the company has shown a blatant disregard for their cultural heritage. JSWAP has refused to listen to our hapu, Ngāti Huri representative Naomi Simmons, an environmental consultant, said on Facebook. We have been met with disrespect, ignorance, lies and underhanded comments every step of the way. The dispute is a textbook example of what can happen when big business comes up against tangata whenua over issues of cultural importance. It's clear when driving along Waiutu South Road in the South Waikato district that there is anger in the community. Signs saying protect Perawiti and not one more par site have been erected in paddocks. Perawiti is painted in large letters across some hay bales. Things came to a head in August 2021 when a farmer tipped off the iwi that part of the par had collapsed into the quarry, something JSWAP did not appear to have told anyone about. Tension had been bubbling away since 2014, when Ngāti Huri and Rokawa located Pirauiti following an archaeological survey undertaken as part of engagement with JSWAP over resource consent applications for the quarry's expansion. The iwi wrote to the company in 2015, making it clear it was concerned about destruction of the newly rediscovered pa and would not support the proposed expansion. The pa was subsequently registered with the New Zealand Archaeological Association, described as a small headland pa in good condition, featuring a causeway, pit, terrace and defensive ditch, as well as an area identified as a potential burial mound. This was significant to Ngāti Huri. As a defensive pa site, there will undoubtedly be bones of our tūpuna around there, O'Connor says. For us, you don't mess with that kind of stuff. Where they lay, they stay. The Waiutu Quarry was established in 1957 to supply aggregate rock to construct the Arapuni Dam. It was bought by JSWAP, which operates 10 quarries in Waikato, in 1986. 
Today, the quarry is operated by the JSWAT subsidiary Waiutu Quarries and supplies aggregate for use in roads, rail construction, concrete and farming. It provided all of the aggregate used to build the Topol Bypass and is considered a regionally significant business by its owners. O'Connor says the company wanted to chase a valuable vein of grey wacky that goes under Pirawiti and came to the Hapu's Marae, Pikitu, in 2014 seeking support. Things did not get off to a good start. They showed up, we had a porphyry, they came on the Marae and they brought a box of beer. I think they thought we'd go, OK, give us some money and we'll say yes. We said, no, you can't go there, that site has massive significance. O'Connor says a JSWAP director indicated they could have just gone ahead without consultation. He actually said to a room full of us, we could have just blasted the site and you wouldn't even know. He's right, the quarry is tucked away at the back of Waiutu. Nobody has eyes on it. Stuff repeatedly sought comment from JSWAP, a family-owned business. Lewis Swap, a director of Waiutu Quarries as well as JSWAP Contracting, said, I'm not dealing with it at this stage referring inquiries to his nephew, Stephen Swap, a director of the parent company. It's political at the moment, so I don't think he'll be telling you too much, Lewis Swap says. Stephen Swap said by text message, We have no comment. I think you're conflating a whole bunch of issues. You don't want to be held to account well, no, on I, I, rising child no, abuse numbers. You can manipulate crime statistics. I, I promised I wouldn't have a tattoo about gotcha journalism. Hang into the National Party's no, attack line there. That, that, I think that it would be a resignation offence if I didn't deliver tax reduction. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, I'm not worried about it at all. Nothing in there. That sits with you perfectly fine. That's what, we're, that's what we're focused on. Whatever happens in politics, the weird, the wonderful, the important, the thought-provoking, we got you. Listen to Tova wherever you get your podcasts. Over the years, the company has engaged with iwi by email and at hui, reassuring whānau that its activities would not impact the pā and agreeing to investigate alternatives. In 2017, Lewis Swap sent a letter saying that although quarrying had occurred adjacent to Pirauiti, the works are not causing any instability of the pā site. You have my assurance that we will not encroach on the buffer zone or undermine Pirauiti pā while we are in discussion regarding a suitable way forward. Waiutu Quarries ended up buying a neighbouring farm for its planned expansion, telling the Waikato Regional Council in a revised resource consent application in 2020 that it no longer seeks consent for the expansion of the quarry in this area of the PA. While the consent application is being considered, the quarry is legally operating on old consents issued in 2000. Nati Huri prepared an 82-page cultural impact assessment for the council, which made it clear the very existence of the quarry was a source of deep mamai, hurt. This is felt intergenerationally. JSWAP said it would respond to the report, but is yet to do so. Around July 18, 2021, disaster struck. A slope failure on the northern part of the quarry caused extensive damage to Pirauiti. According to the abatement notice later served by the District Council, this was not disclosed to interested parties. Iwi and Council only found out a couple of weeks later when called by a concerned neighbour. Asked for an explanation by the Council, the company played down the damage, saying that two trees and some blocky material had come away during heavy rain and wind. The part it claimed was clearly intact. That wasn't true. A site visit in October by iwi cultural experts and archaeologists from Heritage New Zealand found that the slope failure had destroyed part of the southern end of the pa near the defensive ditch. 
Large tension cracks had opened up and the area around the cracks had dropped by about 30 centimetres. JSWAP's geotechnical engineers said the slip happened in a high-intensity rain event, but an independent engineering firm said poor quarrying practices were to blame. While the eventual slope failure occurred during a period of rainfall, the firm's report said, in our opinion the catalyst for the failure was an undesigned slope cut too steeply immediately adjacent to the par site without an adequate buffer or setback. Further, a lack of benching in the final slope beneath the par site significantly limits the ability to remediate the instability. The abatement notice states that after the slope failure, JSWAP continued to carry out excavation works and blasting, causing vibration close to Piraiti. A site visit on October 26, 2021 by Council and Iwi representatives observed quarrying was still taking place on the lower slopes beneath the PAR. Work has continued despite letters requesting them to cease work being sent by Heritage New Zealand and a letter from Council, the notice says. In response, Dudley Clemens, JSWAP's environmental manager, made it clear the company did not believe it was responsible for the slip. Until further detailed reports are received, and on the basis of expert advice, Waiutu Quarries Limited will continue operations beyond the existing rock trap bund, Clemens wrote. If Heritage New Zealand and South Waikato District Council has evidence to prove quarrying activity is linked to the slip, please supply to us. Clemens added that it was important work could continue, given how significant Waiutu Quarry is regionally, being the only small quarry in the South Waikato District. Heritage New Zealand sent a further letter asking the company to immediately cease all quarrying and blasting in the slopes below the par. JSWAP agreed to stop works in the area within the rock trap and bund in the lower slopes below the par, saying it considered that complied with the request. But the abatement notice says that the area of risk was not limited to the area described by JSWAP, and that an area of instability around one of the tension cracks was at risk of imminent failure. Blasting vibration would likely result in further damage to the par, the notice says. The notice says blasting can only recommence once JSWAP proves that it will not cause further damage and trial blasts would be needed away from the par site. Patrick McCarty, an enforcement officer with the council, said in the notice, In my opinion, the continuation of production blasting in all areas and ground excavation above the rock trap on the northern batter slope of the quarry will compromise the structural integrity of the Pirawiti par site. Because JSWAP has appealed the notice, it is able to continue operations for now. There has been talk of buttressing the par site in stages, but nothing has been decided. Rikahawai O'Connor says Ngāti Huri has been frustrated by what it sees as a lack of action by the district and regional councils over the years, which has effectively enabled JSWAP to destroy part of the par. Since 2014, she says, we've told them, you have to stop, you're going to collapse our par site. Continually, our messaging was the same. In July last year, they collapsed it. She says the process has also exposed a lack of teeth from organisations such as Heritage New Zealand, which does not have the power to stop the quarrying. Ben Pick, a manager with Heritage New Zealand Pohere Taonga, says it's unlawful for any person to modify or destroy an archaeological site without prior authority, and there are substantial penalties for doing so. The agency is investigating the damage to Piraweti, he says, and can't comment on whether it might prosecute. The South Waikato District Council denies it has been slow to take action. A spokesperson says the council has been working with JSWAP and Iwi for several years on a new resource consent for the quarry and a change to the district plan to protect culturally significant sites.
We recognise the importance of wahi tapu, the spokesperson said. Council's view is that the damage is objectionable and offensive. Weekly monitoring of the site has shown that JSWAP has stopped quarrying in the vicinity of the PAR. The parties are waiting on a date for Environment Court-assisted mediation, the council spokesperson says. In the meantime, discussions with JSWAP and iwi continue, as does site monitoring. Naomi Simmons says until JSWAP takes some time to realise what they've done, the iwi is not interested in engaging over the future of the quarry. There's been no apology, she says. No acknowledgement on their part. All they've said to us is, we didn't realise the extent of the slip. They're trying to maintain it wasn't their fault. O'Connor says Nati Huri wants all blasting to stop until a remediation plan is in place. The hapu is concerned about potential damage to an even more significant par site, Piranui, on the southern boundary of the quarry. Our priority is to protect our wahi tapu, O'Connor says. We will work with anybody who is prepared to support the kaupapa and whose beliefs align with ours. We will carry this on. We will fight this forever. Because we're here forever. That was The Par Wars on the long read from Stuff, written and read by Tony Wall and produced by me, Michael Wright. This episode was edited by Connor Scott. If you're listening via the Stuff website, you can hear this story and many more like it on the Long Read podcast, available on all the usual podcast apps. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps other listeners find us. Thanks for listening. This pod took time and resources to produce. Please support our mahi and visit stuff.co.nz support.